Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Odijedi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. Passion. Genuine, authentic passion is infectious. You feel it from the words and the emotion that resonates from the person sitting across from you, and you can't help but take notice. My next guest has the kind of dynamic thirst for life that will give you a run for your money. Just upon our initial connection, I could tell right out of the gate that this was the kind of spirited and uplifting personality that I believe we should take notes from. As the host of The Music Shindig, a weekly broadcast on UK's Spire Radio, Dino Bedrocker has demonstrated how one should not wait around for permission or invitation to make your goals a reality. As he puts it ever so plainly, go for it. I learned a lot from this next conversation, from letting go of the fear to doing away with the outside noise and naysayers, to simply setting a goal and seeing it through. And of course, having fun along the way. A terrific exchange as we jump across the pond from Canada to the UK. Let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 77 with Dino Bedrocker. Here we go. So Dino Bedrocker, thank you so much for being on the podcast and uh, just welcoming all the listeners. Uh, thanks, My thanks to Christopher Durst uh, for making this connection happen. And again, thank you, Dino, just right off the top for your availability. No, thank you for reaching out and thank you, for Christopher. Christopher's a badass. He's a great guy, you know, and uh, thank you for him to connect you with myself. And I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. Terrific energy. So we're, we're talking a bit of uh, just uh, just before the recording about, you know, the um, just the just the overall energy that brings people together, which is called music. And it was just something that, you know, that was really powerful uh, that I saw one of your posts on Instagram. Music is the one thing that connects all the emotions. And, uh, you know, it's so it's so true because I admitted this, you know, I'm not the biggest musical person. I don't have a musical bone in my body, but everybody resonates with music, you know, whether it's rock, whether it's uh, jazz. I'm a big jazz fan, whether it's classical. And, you know, it's definitely something, you know, what do those words mean to you when music connects all the emotions? I was I wonder if you could just like, you know, expand a little bit on that. Well, I believe, my friend, that, you know, you can relate to music no matter what emotional way or state you are in, you know, to me. Music's uplifting. It brings me up. If I want to be uplifted, I I put a certain record on and I and I get lifted, you know. Or I can be down in the dumps and relate to something that's happening in my life, personal life, or maybe what somebody else is going through. And that certain song touches me and it reminds me of those events. But to me, music is the one thing that touches all those emotions. You know, it can bring you joy. It can bring you sadness. It can connect you with other people. You can build friendships from it. And that is why I love music. I really do, because it's just the one thing what just gets you where you need to be, you know. Well, did that happen uh, growing up? Was there like musical influences going up in the family or just like did you play instruments when you were a kid? You know, I was always I was a kid that was brought up on records, uh, the vinyl. 
and going back way back to when I was a kid, um, I always remember my, my dad playing the old stuff like the Everly Brothers, the 50s and the 60s, the Ronette, the Chiffons, the Toys. And then I started discovering music on my own. And when I was in the school, which is uh, your kindergarten over there, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was sat watching TV in, in, our, in our class and I saw Elvis Presley on TV. And I just sat there and I was just like, what is this guy doing? You know, I was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, my God. And everybody sat there bored, you know, playing with the fingers or rolling the, the plate open, throwing it or whatever. And I'm just sat there just looking at this screen at this guy shaking hips and playing guitar. And I'm like, what what is this guy? And it was Elvis Presley singing Hound Dog. And, um, you know, the next day I went back home and. I was begging my mum and dad for a guitar. They couldn't afford a guitar off the top of their hands. You know, they worked steady jobs, but they couldn't afford a brand new guitar. And my my old man used to take me to car boot sales, which is jumble sales, you know, truck sales in America. And he used to buy records um, going to these car boots because it was cheap. And there was a a guitar laying there. It was a three-string guitar, so it had strings missing. But I didn't care. I needed that guitar. I wanted to get the guitar. And I remember getting the guitar and uh, attaching a banjo uh, string on it. So that was my guitar strap. And I stood in front of the mirror, I kid you not, and I thought I was Elvis Presley. I listened to The Shadows, and I was mimicking The Shadows, Hank Marvin, and I thought I was these guys. I was like, wow. You know, and I was playing that music loud. I wasn't listening to anything in the charts. I was listening to these old guys. Uh-huh. And I took that I took that guitar to school and I sang Hound Dog in front of the whole school. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't play guitar, my friend, but I stood there and I strummed the hell out of this three string guitar. And for that moment, I was I was at Elvis. And then the rest followed. I was getting into that kind of stuff, you know, and I bought Real Love by the Beatles. And that was that touched me. I was like, who are the Beatles? I'm like, wow. You know, I had to just stop. And then I heard the Ronettes and the Chiffons. And I was like, the music is crazy, man. I'm like, what is going on? Why am I loving this music? And it's because my old man, my dad, you know, he was just playing all this stuff. And I was introduced to it. And the first gig I ever went to is Meatloaf. And um, it was it was pretty cool because I always remember going to it. And then the next day, same again. I was I was pretending to be Meatloaf. I was singing I'll do anything for love in front of the whole class again and they must have been getting bored you know for showing oh, tells wow. they were showing their, yeah man for showing for showing tells they were showing people their books you know of Roald Dahl you know I got this book off my grandma or my mum bought me Roald Dahl or I went out to the to the swimming place at the weekend no for me I was listening to Meatloaf I went to the Meatloaf concert at you know, and I saw Meatloaf sing I would do anything for love with my auntie, my uncle, and I always remember it to this wow. day. And I still have the I still have the original program and you could always say that was a big influence in going through you know, going through the, the tough t- uh, time of teenage, you know, years, you know, you go through your first kisses and your first loves and I always remember the songs that remind me of my first kiss with the first chick, you know, and, wow. and that's why I think music connects you so well. It can just it's the emotion of everything. You said meatloaf and you said I would do anything for love. And just let me just parallel that in terms of how music, yeah. music connects us all with, you know, six degrees of separation. You said uh-huh. meatloaf. You said I'd do anything for love. And I see myself when I was a kid because I grew up in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And, yeah. uh, you know, we had very few channels, but we had we were lucky enough to have VH1 back in the day when VH1 you should actually show music videos. And it was, you know, and, you know, it wasn't time where, yeah, you know, when it was actually showing meatloaf and I saw the video and it was one of the most operatic, one of the most cinematic things I'd ever seen. And Haiti, and you're telling me about seeing meatloaf live playing that song. And to this day, it's still one of the most emotional. You hear that song, you just can't, you stop yourself because it's still one of the most 
badass rock songs and emotional there's love there's pain there's it's it's a beautiful song and here we are just relating of with some we have absolutely nothing in common up until this conversation yeah, and uh-huh. this is a song that has transcended the ages and we're still talking about it so, so you're totally making a point in terms of how music relates to us it's amazing it it, exactly and you know that the, the crazy thing is my friend i you've just said that uh, we've never met but we've got that connection um it's like i had Kasim sultan on my show who was the guitar player for meatloaf for 40 years and he was talking about that and i was talking to him about how that was the first concert i ever saw and he was playing that concert you know I showed, I showed him the original program and we was talking we was in london for the day together hanging out and he's a great guy, by the way. Kasim Sultan is such a cool guy. And he's played with everybody from like Cheap Trick to Celine Dion to Bon Jovi. He has played with some great cats. And he was with Milo for 40 years. He was on the first album, the Bad Out of Hell album. He played on that. He sang on that, you know. And this this guy, you know, years later from 1994 up into 2018, you know, we we never met and then all of a sudden we had met and we was talking about the music and how that music connected us you know and that connected to that moment years later i i met the guy from the first concert i ever went to you know what are the odds of that happening what are the odds you know it's it, big hot big odds but i'm i'm tend to i'm finding now at the, at the moment my friend is that anything is reachable if you have a goal you go for it you know because i started out my show with ideas and i wasn't let anybody to stop me do those things you know i had the idea i want to do this because i want people to connect to the music you know i want people to relate to maybe when they was growing up or when they had certain things happening in their lives i want my music to connect to those the music i play on my show i want to connect and i'm having all these guys now and these artists that i used to listen to when i was growing up being my guests on my show so i say anything's possible if you want it you go for it so it's very important that we remind ourselves that we have to create our own reality is what I'm hearing from you. I believe so. I believe so because there's too many people at the moment what say they can't. You can. You just have to work hard and it's a hard work. It's a hard struggle. It really is. If you want to reach whatever it may be, if you want to reach gold in, in, ath- in athletics, for example, you know the training is going to be hard. You know, if you want to, if you want a six pack, you can't buy a six pack. You've got to wait for the six pack. You know, there's nothing on the Internet saying I want to buy a six pack and I'm going to have a six pack tomorrow morning. You've got to work for it. You've got to eat right. You've got to prep right. If you want to be a musician, you've got to pick up whatever it is and know that it's going to hurt your fingers or it's going to hurt your mind because you want to try and work the cord out. Nothing is easy, but you've got to make it the goal. And when you reach the goal, set the next goal and go for that. And that's all I do with my music, my friend, in my show. I just set the stall out a little bit bigger because hey it's a fun ride let's have fun while we do it it's something you love so it shouldn't be a problem go for it it is such a staple into all the recordings that i've heard because i like to stay up with the show when i can obviously uh-huh. uh because you know on uk time so i'm usually at work on eastern time when i usually when it usually goes on and I, it's very i'm going to use the word unfamiliar to me because it's not the usual stuff i listen to but i welcome it because it's all the energy that you put out because it's significant how you obviously show a lot of authenticity and love for what you share this is genuine songs that you listen to that you enjoy and you're just a guy who's just having fun it's as simple as that it's you're having fun and you're not ashamed to just let people know this life should not be this complicated and sometimes you know we just fall into the riddle of just like 
well, is it okay to, should I be having this much fun? Well, yeah, you should. Do you ever yeah. get that feeling sometimes that people are just asking for permission? I do, constantly. I, I feel that people want to ask for permission if it's right to play the certain song or ask for permission if they can wear whatever they want to wear. You know, you go for it and do it for you. Don't do it for anybody else. You've got to be you. You know, I'm I'm me because that's who I am. You know, there, there's nothing there's nothing more black or white. This is who I am. I ain't putting a, a show on. This is generally me. When people listen to me and hear me talk, I am not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to be this big guy or a wannabe. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be this. This is who I am because I love what I do. And if one person can listen to a song or what I play or hear a story, what I have done, and they get up and think he can do it. You know, I was always told you can never be that person at school. You know, same again, you know, growing up in the 90s in school, because I was no good at English or science or math, I was an artist. I, I, I like to play drums. I like to draw and listen to music. You know, I used to sit there in English and I kid you not again, when we had the Walkmans, the cassette players, you know, <laughs> you, you know, I used to sit there because I was that bored of reading Romeo and Juliet or or something about Van Gogh. I couldn't, I couldn't relate to it. Now that that didn't mean I was, uh, I was not clever. It was just something that I wasn't interested in. But you know, I had the, I had the, the, uh, the tape player with the, with the headphone up my sleeve, sat there with my hand on my chin, listening to whatever music I had at the time, but also pretending that I was taking everything on board because that was the thing I loved. You throw music into it. You know, I knew what I wanted to do, but I was always told, no, you are never going to do anything in your life because you didn't listen. You didn't get A's. You didn't get B's or C's. You know, I have done more things than a lot of people have done at my school, believe me or not, because I wanted to do that. You know, I wanted to go abroad and live in France. I made that happen. I got off my backside and I made made sure I got the, the certificates needed to go out into France and live in France and work in France, you know, because I wanted to do that, you know, and I had to work hard for that. You've got to do what you've got to do. Don't ask for permission. You do it. You get up and go for it. Nobody's going to put you down. And if people put you down, keep them away from you, you know. They're obviously negative people around you. They're not your real friends. Your real friends should support you. And the people that don't support you, maybe they have a problem because you are actually showing people that you can do something, what they want to do, but they don't want to get up and do that. And I don't mean that offensive to anybody, you know. Mm. It's just something I see quite a lot, you know. Go for it. Enjoy your life. You've got one chance at it. It's just that sometimes you, you, you fall into, you know, the uncomfortable position of being the... I'm not going to say black sheep, but thinking differently, as you say, you have a certain purpose, you have a certain direction, you have a certain thought process, and everybody else is looking at you as like, like, calm down, you know, pull on the brakes, you know, like, it's okay. And that causes the friction that a lot of people sometimes can tend with, like, you know what, maybe they're right. So, and it's always this trap that we fall into. How do we avoid that? I think you just keep a level head. Just be, be yourself. Be the kind person that you are, you know, say hello, still be friendly with people, but, you know, explain what you're doing, explain what you've got going on in your life, open up about your life, tell them that what your your journey is going to be, whether it's musical, you know, tell them that, hey, you know, I ain't being rude, I ain't seeing you or speaking to you for a while because I've got my head down in, in this book because I'm trying to become this or I've got a lot on, you know, express yourself, you know. And then it's up to the other person, I believe, then if they want to take that on board and, 
you know take it the wrong way let them take it the wrong way but don't ever put you know don't ever ever let anybody hold you back you know go for your dreams how did uh, so you, you talked about off the air we're talking about the fact that uh, the music shindig is what like maybe just a year old a little over a year old how did that start that that, cool, that really cool adventure though okay the, basically what happened the show is just over a year old um i was always forever playing music either singing live in in clubs or pubs with bands um and then I was at home constantly listening to vinyl and listening to CDs. And I was just like listening to things that you wouldn't really hear on the radio or, or see on MTV anymore, mm-hmm. unless you go on YouTube or other media things, you know? And I was sat there thinking, wow, the Gentries from the sixties and say to somebody, Oh, I listened to the song by the Gentries and they'd be like, who the hell are the Gentries? And I'm like, ah, there's another person what's misses great music. They've not, they've not discovered this because they've not been introduced to it. And after I was kind of like feeling that there's a lot of music out there what people are not hearing because radio stations or the main radio stations aren't playing the music anymore. They're playing just certain mainstream music. And I just thought that was a little bit wrong because who's going to be the next inspiration for that next kid what wants to pick up a guitar or a drumstick? You know, we all had our idols, Meatloaf, Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, Motley Cruz, whatever, whoever it was. They was our idols, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, you know. So people followed in those footsteps. But who's a, who's following in these guys' footsteps now? You know, because nobody's in, being introduced to these anymore. So we're, we're not we're not looking at that music or hearing it. So I saw a local radio uh, station, um, Internet-based, that was causing a lot of noise, and it looked real cool. And I basically just sent an email in saying, look, uh, I am who I am um i'm a music fan i have an idea for a show where i want to play music from the 50s onwards to introduce everybody to the music just to keep the music alive i want to keep the music alive uh and the director got in touch with me saying what do you mean about keep the music alive because we're playing music i'm like i want to play music that people can sit to in their office or if they're in work or whatever they're doing and it take them to that special place again and it was like wow. okay it was like explained and i and i said to the guys like i want to play music that's going to touch everybody's emotion what they can relate to i want to play music from the 50s that you do not hear anymore i want to play music what's in the 2000s that you don't hear anymore because i want to see the next generation hearing this music and being inspired to get involved in music again or inspired to do something else maybe i don't know maybe seeing my post as how i created a, a show because i wanted to inspire people maybe people will find that inspiring and they'll want to do something you know that's my aim and that's how i got the gig you know and it was once every two weeks on a wednesday evening you know and i was doing it and doing it and then the the, the, the it just got a little bit bigger you know and i came up with the idea let's try and get some guests on my show and I was discussing it with a friend of mine and, and the words always stick out. You've seen Wayne's World, right? Mm-hmm. Wayne's World too, where he visit, visits Jim Morrison in the dream and uh, Jim Morrison goes back and says, Wayne, if you book them, they will come. My friend turned around to me, and, you know, because I was like, say, nobody wants to come on my show or nobody will want to do this. I was negative. I was like, nobody's going to, nobody's ever heard who Dino Bedrocker is. You know, no, no, no artist will want to come on the show. And my friend turned around to me and he was like, you've seen Wayne's World? I'm like, yeah. He's like, 
if you book them, they will come. And I was like, what a what a phrase. And that stuck with me. And I started chasing all these artists down who, who I was listening to. Izzy Stradlin from the Juju Hounds and also in Book Cherry. Uh, Steve Conte from the New York Dolls. I love New York Dolls. I started emailing these guys and explaining what my show was all about. And after a while, they started getting back to me. And I guess they listened to the show. And a year and a little bit later, I've had a, a guest on the show nearly every week. And it's now weekly. So, yeah, that's how it all started. Yeah, that's how it all started. And, you know, you become friends with these guys. And this is what I was saying earlier in in the show. You know, I'm listening to these guys, what I grew up to listening to on CD. And, and they're becoming my friends now. And they're becoming my musical friends. And it's it's pretty way out. But, again, to me, I want to support their music. I want to play their music because who else is going to do that, you know? If you don't put yourself out there, so you had the audacity to actually have a crazy idea and yeah. go for it. So the worst that can happen is if you don't do it, you'll never know. But the director could have told you no. The director yeah. could have said, like, you're crazy. Or you could have just held yourself back. It's like, nobody's going to go for it. Like, why would I? But you did anyway. And here you are. I went, exactly. I went for it anyway because it was something I believed in, you know, and over the year where i've just sat there and thought is this worth it you know because i was chasing artists i was a lot of people think i just turn up and play the music you know i don't have any plan when i take when i get in that studio i have the guest who i know who's coming in i have a little set around that the rest i play it what i feel on the night i believe that if i'm feeling a little bit low i'll play that kind of music if i'm feeling upbeat which is mainly mostly because music uplifts me I will play that. I do not have a set list. I play everything from, I wing it. I play for everything on the top of the table. I that throw a curve. And I kid you not, the only thing I, I I look at is my research. You know, I, 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 I spend a lot of time looking about the bands, reading about the bands and the arts because I want people to know about the music and about what's happening behind the scenes, you know, because that's the, that's the joy of the story. How did the song get made? Well, this is how it got made. I want to explain that. That It's not just about playing the song. I go deep into the music. And there's been times over the year, I kid you not, my relationship has been on breaking point because all I have done is been on the phone every night to different artists because obviously the time zones and stuff. I have done that for months and months on end where I just literally do my my stuff in the day. I come home. I'm on the phone for hours. I'm sending emails. And I put my family second, believe it or not, a lot of times. Wow. And, you know, that is a big sacrifice. What was nearly wreckable, it nearly wrecked everything. But again, it's about just bear with me, understand, understand mm-hmm. what I'm doing it for. I want to help somebody. I want to make something better. And, and you know, look at it now. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's been a tough year. It's been a hard year, but it's been a great year as well. So you have to keep in mind, um, whatever your journey is and whatever your goals or ambitions, that there is going to come, as you just said, there is going to be a lot of hard work. But that also comes with a lot of sacrifice because you're not in this alone. As you know, you have a family, you have children, and this is time that you're taking away from them. And you need to be mindful of that. I'm going to gigs a lot. I'm getting... I am invited to gigs, you know, to of past guests because I've built friendships. So I'm going out to gigs as well. I'm reviewing gigs. I'm, I'm involved very deep in the music now. And, and, and that is great. But again, if you haven't got anybody supportive, 
what understands what journey you want to go on you know it makes it very hard luckily enough i've explained what my what the kind of journey i want to be on and i've got support everywhere at the moment you know the only support i need to do is support myself a little bit because at times like i was saying it does get hard but you just got to be mindful and just take it in have the balance but realize that if you're in it there's no easy way out you've got to go in and you've got to work hard for that you know the self-doubt often creeps in though and sometimes along our journey we're asking ourselves like am i really doing the right thing maybe i should just hang it up this is too hard what would you say to those people yeah that does come in i've done it you know we we human we 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 always doubt our own talent you know i'm sure that every musician that i've spoke to have said oh i don't believe that my next song will be better than the last song but then it becomes great you know and they're under the pressure it's it's exactly the same for anybody i guess and for myself it's like that you know i think Will my show be good next week? Will it not be good? And I don't try not to put the pressure on it because then you start putting pressure on yourself and thinking, right, if I'm not good this week, next week, how am I going to be? And then your mind's gone. Enjoy that moment as it is. You know, you're going to doubt yourself, but you've got to know that you're doing the job, what you want to do. You're doing something you love doing. So enjoy, just enjoy it. Don't doubt yourself. Anything, what you want to do, don't doubt it. Just try and enjoy the ride and, Ride it out. It's going to be tough, but you're going to get there in the end, you know? Without being too overly critical, because I do appreciate your transparency in terms of like, okay, playing songs that because you see a shift into the interest, you see a shift into the exposure, and you see a shift also into the media um, <clears throat> projection and, you know, the exposure that the new generation uh, has to deal with. What what shifts have you seen? Like, what what are your pet peeves? What, what upsets you about, you know, the current, you know, uh, exposure that the generation has? Is it less music? Is it not as vibrant as it used to be? You know, what, what's your general feeling overall? About the music? Mm-hmm. I feel that um, it's a very hard industry for the musicians now. Okay. Um, they don't get the expo- enough exposure on radio stations or on the air then they should they have great music but i think that the music industry at the moment is very hard to get onto main mainstream i don't know the reasons why i don't know why some of the great music musicians out there struggle um to create uh, to to fund albums but i think they need to be given credit because it's such a hard path you know they are working in the day to write songs create music they come up with this product at the end, which is fantastic. You know, they put their heart and soul into it. Their reward, I guess, is letting somebody hear it and enjoy it. I think for an artist, if, if somebody's enjoying the work or if you're at a gig and they're singing that song back to you, there's the reward. You know, they're not in it for the money because there's no money in music anymore. A shame. There's no music in it. Artists, you know, they're, they're skin. They're not making as money as they, they used to do. You know, I think they're just getting self satisfaction in it by seeing the end product what they've grafted with over so many months or maybe years and seeing that concert of fans singing them songs back to them and turning out to listen to their music that is the reward and why ever we support those artists i believe that music will live i just wish that um the industry wasn't like it well how it is now i wish these guys could get more exposure but it's people like ourselves and the publicists and the management that are keeping their name alive on social media or booking the gigs i think if it's if it wasn't for them you know what have we got but massive take my heart to the those guys they are working so hard for the artist and the artists are working so hard you know 
let's give them credit let's let's listen to their music go and check them out it's a it's a great it's a great thing so we need to support them and you know what would you say to the young young up-and-coming indie artists you know the one that are like you know doing the weekend uh you know rehearsals in their garage and say okay you know what well, let's go to the local pub next week you know what 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 you know words of encouragement can you give them like you know to jumpstart the the, the eagerness to actually put themselves out there because they do get scared john lennon was you noel gallagher was you paul stanley was you you know kurt cobain was you they did exactly the same you know their path started exactly what they're doing they was in a garage jamming with their friends they would play pubs jamming with their friends not getting paid any money hardly they was traveling in a car for seven hours to the gig to play their music to somebody else you are following the paths of your icons don't give it up you are doing exactly what your idols did back in whenever it was that's the path enjoy it for what it is have the stories to tell at the end of it you know and if you don't get the goal what you want to get enjoy the ride while you're doing it because we always want to trust i'm sorry we always want to rush the process as if the one thing the one um invaluable thing that i cannot you know take out of the equation of following along your journey towards whatever greatness you want to achieve is the fact that you have to trust the process and there's a lot of impatience that's that's happening there's something i'm noticing Rome wasn't built in a day, as the English say, you know, you've got to, it's, you see, again, I, I can relate to that. Sometimes I wish, I wish, I wish it was this. I wish it was that. And it's because you're excited, you know, you're excited for that. Oh, I can't wait to get this song out. Or, oh, I can't wait to feature this to the, or I can't wait to introduce people to this or show people I've done this. And it's great because you, you're urgent, you're happy, you, you've got the passion. But again, you've just got to realize that. It'll be when it'll be, you know, you can't rush things, you know, it'll happen. Just savor it, you know, enjoy it. And then when you do unleash whatever it is, then you can be even more passionate about it. You know, you can sh shove it down whoever's throat and be like, look at this. You know, this was what I've been doing for nine months or whatever. You know, just be patient. Just be patient. Take your time. People will see it. You know, I do. I do. You also put out a really cool post about, you know, your kids just uh, playing guitar and just like, you know, just this is make noise for daddy's uh, for daddy's sake. How so you, you really encourage uh, musical teaching to, to, ch to children. So you, is, for you, it would be important to uh, teach our kids music, however it may be. You, you know, I didn't force it any. I don't force anything onto the kids, believe it. You know, I, I, they can do whatever they want to do, but. Um, I guess they've heard dad playing music around, you know, since they was little kids and hearing all different flavors of music, you know, and um, they just buzz anyway. You know, my kids are just like any other kid, you know, they've got their favorite musical programs to watch um, and they do pick up their guitars and, and bang on it and pretend they're whoever they're going to be, you know, and I, I just guess it's because they've heard dad playing music for so long or playing music around the house. If they didn't want to play music, that's, you know, that's, that's cool as well. Uh -huh. I ain't going to let them do what, you know, I let them do whatever they want to do, if I'm honest. And if they want to pick it up, that's great. And it is great seeing the joy on, on, the, on the face when they're singing songs or dancing around. And I guess that's why these programs that we've got now on TV – what what evolves with this we didn't have that growing up you know and these guys have got that and they can see the voice or 
I don't know, Britain's Got Talent or whatever it is. And, and it's, I guess it inspires them to sing, you know, and, and it's joyful and they get to sing at school, you know. So go go for it, you know. But I'll let them do whatever they want, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see those, those you, you mentioned Britain's Got Talent. When you see those shows um, for, you know, just pop, I'm, I'm not sure if it's just for entertainment, but sometimes I look at it in a little bit cynical. It's like, are you really, are, is it one of the best ways to jumpstart somebody's career or is that real or is that just for our entertainment? Do they actually go? Is that the best way you would want to actually, you know, just start your career? Just go on a talent show and then, yay, you're a multi-million dollar artist. Or is that just for our entertainment? Does that really work? I have no idea, if I'm honest. I've been trying to trying to uh, figure this out for a few years um, because they some of these guys do have talent and some of them do go on and do great things and great for them. And I guess. I guess it's again they've gone up they've got off their backsides and they wanted to be somebody and they've gone out and done that you know so are we criticizing I don't know you know it's a tough one for me that I've got I've got to be honest with you I don't I don't know uh-huh. I'm trying to I'm still trying to understand what it's all about you know because I I want I want the best for any artist what wants to get off the backside and create and expose themselves you know and if that's the way forward you know I ain't gonna criticize them for doing that for the show. The show people, do I criticise them? I'm, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, if I'm honest with you. I'm sitting on the mm-hmm. fence. I'm mm-hmm. sitting on the fence with that. It's okay. It's okay. For, so just, you know, just I'm just asking, there are no favourite guests, but along the past year, you know, when is there one guest when you're just, when they replied and said, yes, they'll be on your show, where you just like flipped, it's like, I can't believe it. This was it. Or is it, is it a general feeling all around? Or like you know your top top star i never thought i would have this person on my show ever uh i've got to be honest with you there's a few every week i'm honored to have a, a guest on my show because they wanted to come on my show I, i'm so overwhelmed that any artist wants to come on my show and listen to my uh questions um i guess a few stand out you know you've got robert m knight who was the all-time if you go to any music shop or any music place and look up on the walls, mm-hmm. probably 99% of the time there is photos of those artists. You know, he's he's introduced people to great things through his photography. You know, he's worked with Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, the, every, Jeff Beck, Aerosmith. He's worked with everybody. He's the guy what everybody's worked with. So that was a great moment. And then you've got people like Richard Cole, who was the tour manager for Led Zeppelin. And the Who's tour manager, but also, um, you know, many other guys, Eric Clapton, he's worked with as as well, you know, and that touches you in another way because he's telling stories of being on the road with these guys. And then you understand what it's like from an artist point of view, how hard it is traveling around for hours on end. So that was a great moment as well. But there's a lot. Kasim Sultan, I get there's just so many because. I'm on to just have everybody on the show, you know, I'm really any email or any phone call back and they say, yep, I want to come on the show. I have that moment every time. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I really do. But those guys, you know, it's because I've saw, you know, I've seen their music or, or saw the photos of Roberts um, growing up as a kid, but not knowing that there was Roberts, you know, until I had him on the show and then know that that is work is his, you know, I've seen the front covers of Led Zeppelin or whatever, or, books and it's got jimmy page and i'm like oh yeah that's a great picture then 20 years later and speaking to the guy that took that picture so it connects growing up you know it has a lot of connect a lot of connect uh, connectivity you know so yeah uh, they stand out a lot but every artist that i've had on the show yeah i'm, I'm more than 
really really taken back that they want to come on the show so i'd say every artist is great you know but different in their own way oh you talked a lot about energy and it's a very powerful thing and it's something that goes all across the board whatever endeavor whether musical whether professional whether emotional whether spiritual whether physical you know just taking care of your overall physical health people resonate with energy and the thing is i think that you know for those for those individuals to actually come on your show and not even skip a beat I think it's because it resonates with, they understand and they resonate with what you're trying to do. And it's a very powerful message, you know, because it just goes all across the board. And what I just wanted you to, like, you know, if you could just, you know, extend a little bit on that, because, you know, a lot of people, like you said, in the, in the beginning, we try too hard to please. We try too hard to accommodate. But again, I believe from you and what I get from you and your message, it's, it's important to remain authentic and people will respond. I'm not sure if you agree yeah. on that one. I agree with you, but again, it's just about being myself. I've never tried to be anybody else but Dino Bedrocker, you know. I am Dino Bedrocker. I cannot pretend that I'm a, uh, Howard Stern or, or I don't know, whoever else is on there, you know, Stephen Van Zandt. I can't, I'm not those guys. They're great people. They do their show, and that's why they're successful, because they're their own guys. I didn't set out to try and be anybody else. I just wanted to be me, and that's who I am, you know, and if I have an energy about me, you know, it's just because that's how I feel. And it's the passion that I have to try and get these artists out and be heard. You know, some of the artists you will not you'll not hear hear about unless you dig deep for them. And I believe because I love hearing the music, I want to I want to get that out. And that's the energy I have just because I want everybody to hear. It. I want to show these people off to everybody. And I want to shove it in people's faces and be like, listen, or look at this. This is what I am doing because I want you to see it because I love this artist or I love doing this. You can too. Go for it, you know. Listen to these guys because if you're a music lover, you may get turned on to this guy or this chick or whatever, whoever's singing it, and you may think, wow, I'm going to buy that next artist. Wow. And then they're going to tell somebody else and then they're going to tell their friend. And before you know it, everybody's talking about an artist. And it's the energy, what you give off. If you talk to somebody in your just not bothered people pick up on that you know mm-hmm. just be you know and that's what that's what that's just who i am it really is it's crazy because it's it's such a it's such a cool feeling to know and like deep in your heart that you're doing what you want to do with no apologies and no excuses what's and all and you're making your mistakes and you know just openly and you know what the people you're uh, as uh, I, I read this once your tribe will find you the people that yeah. resonate with you will find you and the people who don't resonate with you will, you know, you'll distance yourself. Like you said, remain polite. But the people who don't resonate with that will leave you alone and your castle will build itself. You just have to be patient. I agree with you completely, you know, and I was over in Texas uh, 2018 recording for my show. And I got off, you know, I got up, I got off the plane. I met with Christopher, you know, Christopher Durst. And, you know, I do owe a lot of you know a lot of a lot of um things to christopher because again he was the the guy that was he was answering my questions he, i was self-doubting and he was asking i was asking him questions and saying am i doing this right am i this is this right am i you know am i and he says you're doing what you're doing you know because you who you are and he, he said exactly the same as you you know your tribe will follow you or come to you as you say and the rest will not because they won't understand it and you know that that trip just exploded you know i was introduced to so many cool people 
and became so musical i don't know what the word i became a fa- i became involved in the musical family it was like a circle now i'm involved in it i'm now dealing with these kind of artists or people and i'm and i'm in there as well because for whatever reason it just happened and coming back from from there the tribe did start to follow i'm not going to lie people are messaging me and sending me demos and i am in touch with publicists and i sit there and i think why why are people doing that why why are people generally doing this didn't somebody just send you a um a a portrait yeah (laughs) yeah 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 but again you know i saw this and and that's the same thing Uh, this artist uh, bless her. She, she's she's a real cool artist, and I've been following her work for a little bit. And she's in my hometown, and um, she she put a comment out something about uh, being bored of drawing the same stuff, and she wants some inspiration in her life. Like she might do portrait, and I commented, "Go for it." And she was like, "Are you volunteering?" I'm like, "Go for it. You know, just go for it. Do what you want to do. You know." And then she started doing it, and you know. She she sent me the picture through, which I wasn't expecting at the time. You know, I know she had ideas to sketch a, a picture. She sent it me through, and I was blown away. And the feedback was, look at your work. Your work is fantastic. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, your work is fantastic. Get it out there. You know, you go to the, go to the artist shops and say, these are my prints. You know, can I display them? Yeah, but are they good enough? Yes, they're good enough because. I'm absolutely blown away by what you're doing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm taken back by what you're doing. And I guess just that little comments made her think, yeah, all right, I am good enough to do what I'm doing. And that was the same with, with me. You know, Christopher sat me down. He's like, you're doing what you're doing because you are good enough and your tribe is following in. It is. And it's, it's a crazy, crazy ride, but I'm enjoying it. You know, I really am enjoying it. And I appreciate everybody that listens or sends me albums publicists being involved and i have to sit thinking why i'm not mainstream radio i'm not this big multi-millionaire radio host on mainstream radio but then i think it's because obviously i'm doing something what people like because i'm being me mm-hmm. and don't and, and it revolves all the way back go for it enjoy your life and be who you want to be to you because nobody else can be you but you and if you're going to be somebody might as well be the best version of you exactly that and i know i know i'm preaching it all the time and in, in this conversation I'm, and i don't want to come across that and i'm preaching it <laughs> but but i'm just trying to be this is this is who i am I, I will openly talk about my struggles through life uh things that people will never realize you know there's a lot in there you know there's a lot of struggles in my life what i've gone through a lot of sacrifices and i'm here and i'm telling the story because it's you know i have just wrote it out i am riding it out and i'm enjoying it and i'm just trying to maybe get the next person who's self-doubt in themselves to to do the exact same thing you know do you think we're just how a lot of us are just having trouble with acceptance you know despite all these struggles or you know these frailties or this self-doubt this anxiety i think is it we're just having trouble to either forgive ourselves or just move on maybe so i think the biggest part is forgiveness but i don't know you know forgive you get over forgiving somebody or forgiving yourself for being whatever person you was in the past, you know, and, and I think it clears your mind to go to the next process and go get on with your life. You know, you go with the next goal, you know, that's what it's all about. And that's what I try and do with the music. I want to 
play this music to anybody who wants to listen to it. I want to showcase these artists uh, to whoever's going to listen to it. If it's one person that sees their name on the website and they tell somebody else, that is good enough for me because somebody's talking about the artist. I want all these artists to be supported. You know, I want to share the music. I want everybody to see that. If there's one thing that I cannot, you know, just dissociate from your entire message and your powerful, powerful truth is the fact that we have to remain true to ourselves. Whatever journey you're on, it is important for us to stay true to ourselves because we're trying way too hard to conform, to accommodate, to mold ourselves within a special, I don't know, kind of, you know, lens, I guess, for other people. And we're probably losing touch with who we are. Am I mistaken? I I agree with you. You know, stay true to yourself. Be who you are. Ride the storm. It's not going to be pretty at times. You know, that journey ain't going to be pretty to that goal. Whatever it is you're doing, you know, if you musically we're talking music, you want to be an artist, you keep working. You've got to remember all your idols are doing exactly what you're doing or have done what you have done. We are all in the same boat. You know, your my idols have done the same. They've sat in a chair talking to their guests wanting to get on the next level. We've all been there. And if that comes, that is your reward until it comes. Just enjoy and be the best person you can. You know, I, I, I used to go to music places constantly in my town all the time. But then this, you know, I'm busy now. I really am busy. I'm generally busy. I have artists uh calling me you know yourself the, the time differences are along the different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I am doing press quite a lot now i don't shout that out to everybody they probably think i'm just being ignorant because i'm not turning up and supporting the local artists that are playing in local jam nights or local uh jam days it's not because i'm being rude it's generally because this is my what my life is now i have to sacrifice playing or going to uh, support these uh, people at these jamming open night nights because i'm supporting other people now what's making music so i can deliver that to people on air you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice i have to give and it's not because i'm being rude i have to quote that you know people are going to be unhappy at you because i'm not going to these things and think oh he thinks he's too big for his big shoots it's not that at all it's because i am generally working my backside off negotiating talking building relationships with these musicians and the music industry people so i can showcase their music for that next person to listen to that song and think yeah i can write a cool song from hearing this artist you know and i'm doing my thing that way now that's the what that is the road i am on i'm afraid you know it's a powerful it's a powerful it's a powerful path and you're very clear about your intention and your direction and as long as you have the support and balance that you need um, you're not stupid. You're not blind as to the sacrifice. And it's something that, you know, once you have the support that you need, and you mentioned also the balance that you give yourself because, you know, it starts with you. You know, yes. just, we're just riding the storm, as you said. We're riding the storm, and then this too shall pass. Exactly. I cannot, I cannot um, thank you enough because uh, we're probably going to wrap it up because I don't want to keep you too late. But, uh, again, <laughs> this was just a summary conversation. Anytime you want to be back, Please, we'll definitely Anytime. link up because there's so much we could talk about, you know, about the music industry because I really want to pick your brain. Um, but yeah. for this initial recording, I cannot thank you enough. I'm going to say thank you probably a thousand times, but it was an amazing conversation. And I learned so much uh, from uh, your, your, your passion 
and you know just your powerful truth and it's something that's humbling and it's definitely something i want to emulate throughout you know my own journey and i really want to thank you for your wisdom because i really do appreciate it i thank you for uh, for reaching out i really do i appreciate it. i've really enjoyed the chat and we can talk for hours you know this and uh, I, I really look forward to hearing everything and uh, I, I thank you again truly i don't want to put you on the spot but where i like to uh, close off the show by always uh, giving a guest uh, you know just uh, opening up the floor to the guests you know with uh, a quote a positive thought a call to action you know just a kind word uh, that people can you know wake up tomorrow just you know just the next followed step you know towards their next uh, towards their towards their journey anything you want to leave the, the listeners with the listeners what can i say be happy be yourself exactly that is what I will leave. As be happy and be yourself. Simple and plain as that, because we have to. We just have we, to. We do. We do. If you're not happy, try and find something that's going to make you happy. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. With all the love and all the respect and humility from Canada all the way to the UK, my first international recording. It's amazing. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm exactly so I'm right. so giddy right now. Does it show? But uh, I'm really. Hey, no, no, it's cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope it comes across. All, I can't wait to listen to it. And I'll share it on all the. Uh, I'll share it on Facebook. I'll share it on Instagram. You know. Definitely. You post it over. It's been great. Yeah, I could talk about everything seriously, and and I definitely talk. You know, I can talk about when I used to roadie for bands. This somebody said to me, for 35 years of your life, you have crammed a hell of a lot into it, and I have. And yeah. people would people would not believe the shit I have got up to and what I have done. But it's the truth. You know, that's and that's who I am. It is the truth. This is who it is, and people don't want to believe it, but it's happened because. Well, I've got the photos and I've got the, the story to, to show, you know, I've got the scars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do. And definitely, it's definitely something we're definitely going to make happen because, you know, we don't want to make too much happen because this is just an initial conversation. But we'll definitely, again, opening this up in the universe, this will definitely happen again. Definitely meet us. Definitely. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome. <laughs>